Today we are reading from John chapter 7. On the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me, and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, Out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Pray for me. I'm going to try to sing this song. That I prayed for. And for God I prayed for. And the Lord put the song on my heart this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come, everyone, if you're thirsty, drink from a well that won't run dry come taste this water that's living drink and you will be satisfied oh taste and see you will never thirst again come everyone if you're thirsty drink from this well that won't run dry. Come taste the water that's living. Drink and you will be satisfied. Come taste this water that's living. Drink and you will be satisfied. Father, I thank you and I praise you for this day. I thank you for this opportunity to be before your people. Bless me to speak a word that your people need to hear, that I know I needed to hear. Forgive me for my inadequacies and all that stuff that comes with me. Move it out of the way so that your people may be blessed, that we may be blessed, that we may hear what your heart is speaking to our hearts and that our souls may be blessed. Allow me to be what your people need and not 
for any personal gains, protect us from anything that prevents the proclamation of your word. In the name of Jesus, I pray and I thank you. Amen. Hi. Water. Water is the most important substance that exists in regards to humanity. It is said that water is vital to all known forms of life here on the planet Earth. Water covers like 71% of the Earth's surface. And believe it or not, humans can survive longer without food than they can without water. It's said that within a few days, you can die from not drinking water or get severely sick. So one could say, or one could surmise, that water is very important. It's a very important thing, and it's vital to our existence. Well, in today's passage that I'm going to share with you and that the scripture um, gospel reading was concerning, water is referenced as a, as a rushing, gushing stream or gushing water river flowing in, in us and out of those that believe in Jesus. Help me, Lord. I'm going to read from John chapter 7. Verses 37 through 39. And for those of you who want to start grasping who God is, what God is all about, who Jesus is, and what Jesus is all about, and how that relates to us, I recommend that you read John. I recommend that you read the book of John. John will be a blessing to you. And so I'm going to give you a little bit of taste of what's in John. So on the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me, and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the spirit which believers in him were to receive. For as yet there was no spirit because Jesus had not been glorified. See, during this time that Jesus made this statement, it was during the Feast of Tabernacles. The priests would parade in a processional with jugs, and they would go down to the fountain and they would fill the jugs with water, and then they would proceed through the crowds, and then they would pour out the water onto the ground, signifying what God did for the Jews while they lived in the wilderness. You see, God provided for them. God met their needs as they, whatever they needed, while they were in the wilderness, God provided. All that they needed, all those years, God provided for them. 
And this is what this festival was representing, or this feast of tabernacles, or, or boots, was uh, symbolic of. The water symbolized how God provided water from a rock. While they were thirsty, help me, Lord. So during the festival, the Jews, they would leave their homes, their comfort, and their houses, and they would build these makeshift tents and booths, and they would live out in the elements, and they, they, would, they would eat there, and they, they would reminisce on what God did for their ancestors. And this symbolized that, that time where we know the story where Moses led them out of Egypt and they wandered in the wilderness all that time. And God provided food, provided water, provided everything for them. And so this was a celebration to remind the children of what God was capable of doing and what God still can do. And so I don't want you to miss the point of Jesus, <laughs> what Jesus did. Let me tell you something. We, we think of Jesus as this meek and humble, and he was. But Jesus was a bad dude. <laughs> Jesus was courageous. And I, when I say bad, I'm bad meaning good. He was good at what he did. Very strategic, very, very good. Um, I'm one of those people who think that he was a revolutionary. He was a game changer. This is Jesus. And so while they're going through this, and on the last great day, the culmination of the, fe of the feast, when everybody's like, yeah, this is when this statement that we read, that I read, happened. So on that last day, which is the culmination of that feast, Jesus stood up and made this proclamation. First of all, uh, that was out of protocol. Usually, um, when teachers taught or had something to say, they sat. So, ain't no seats up here. Oh, if I was doing it like I'm going to borrow this. I'll put it back, I promise. So if I was doing it like they did back in the day, I would be sitting before you. And more than likely, you would be standing. <laughs> but Jesus stood up, and he made his proclamation. It said he shouted in the presence of all these people, meaning that this was a very important statement that he was making. And he was grabbing everyone's attention. And when he spoke, he stood and shouted. Now, this means what he was saying was very important. And now remember, this is not the first time Jesus has made a statement like this. If you remember the statement Jesus made to the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman at the well, 
in John 4. He asked her to give him something to drink, some water. And he mentions to her that the water he provides is not like this water from this well. He says, you drink from this well, this water, it's only a temporary fix. But the water that I will provide, you will never thirst again. This, is, this passage is very important because one can see how effectively this water Jesus mentions is to the person that drinks it. You see, Jesus says the water that he provides will become a gushing, raging flow of living water from them. And so this water is not like a stream flowing. And you, I, this week, I was going to get this video, and I was going to show this water, and I was going to show how powerful the water was, and how nothing could stand in the way of the water, and I decided not to. <laughs> because I was looking at the video, I'm like, ooh, this is very destructive. <laughs> And that's not the message I want to communicate. <laughs> but then this morning I thought, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Because if you remember, the world was being turned right side up. I'm not going to say upside down. Right side up because it was upside down. The disciples, when they received that water, that spirit from God, they were turning everything right side up. I remember one sermon preached by a man, 3,000 people were saved once as he was filled with the Spirit to speak. And so Jesus says, this water that you will receive from me will become a gushing, raging flow of living water from you. That woman at the well had a taste of the water. And it changed her so much that she went and shared with her community. Did she not? Did she not? It flowed from her unto them, and they came and tasted of the water for themselves. I really believe that this is what happens to us when we truly drink from the fountain of water that Jesus fills within us. It doesn't matter who you are. Remember, this woman that Jesus... Oh, Lord. This, one, this evangelist... Okay, some of y'all don't throw rocks at me. But this evangelist... That went and spread the water that she received to the others, affected the whole town, and the whole town came and believed. But let's look at this woman who Jesus had no business talking to in the first place, according to the culture. According to today's standards and yesteryear's standards, she was not qualified. She was a Samaritan. 
The Jews hated the Samaritans. They were worse than the racial tension we see now. She was a woman. Women were not allowed to proclaim nothing. Seen but not even seen. Not heard. She was a divorcee. Five times. And the men that she was with wasn't even hers. <laughs> but look, 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 look. She was considered an outcast. A person that was considered less than others. But Jesus talked to her. He stepped to her and met her need. He, he gave her some water. In other words, <laughs> the scripture's funny. It's funny. He told her about herself. She accepted what he told her and proceeded from there. This is one of the few places where Jesus just straight out says, yeah, you're right, I'm him. She said the Messiah will come and start talking about the Messiah, and then Jesus says, yeah, I know about him. That's me. <laughs> and she bailed. What do evangelists do? They go and spread the word, the gospel. And what do they do? What the effect of what they're doing, they cause others to believe, right? So I wasn't too far-fetched when I called her evangelist, huh? But how could she be that? Look who she was. You think Jesus made a mistake and he didn't know who she was? <laughs> it's obvious he didn't. He told her everything she did and the thing that she thought nobody else knew. <laughs> the man you with now ain't even yours. But he was still there. And he still offered the drink. don't tell me that she took the drink, but the results say she took the drink. As we say, she drank the Kool-Aid and the cup, too. <laughs> and she went and spread it to everyone. So it, 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 she drank it, received it, and whew, to everyone, getting to the point. Jesus is telling us that we are given the Spirit of God. And that Spirit dwells in us. But it's not just for us. We know that God has personally taken residence within us. God has restored us who have believed and trusted in him. He redeems us and restores us to a relationship with God. But it's not just for us. He, we are reborn. We are born again. We are 
a new creation, new life has sprung in us and flowing through us. But it is not just something that we can contain. Remember I talked about water? Have you seen the results of what man, our humanity, has tried to do with making dams and making these barriers for water? What happened? <laughs> Nothing can stop it. Let me tell you, ooh, I looked at so many videos on YouTube, and we are some crazy people. <laughs> I mean, people are like looking at the water. It's coming. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Ooh. And the water comes and does exactly what the water is supposed to do. Consumes everything. Big walls, big mountains, just boom, trees, everything. But that's what water does. Are you getting it? Nothing can stop water. That water resides in you. Let me stop. So that's another sermon. Uh, we are born again. We have new life. And this new life is just not something that we can contain, but it should overflow. It should overflow our boundaries. It will overflow our boundaries. And will flow from us, and it's up to you not to get in the way. This is just like water. Free flowing water is one of the most difficult things to contain. We know that water free flowing is raging rivers, and nothing can stop it. And so this should be true about us. Do you think the community knew who that woman was? <laughs> That's why she was at the well at the time she was at the well. She was waiting until everybody else had done their stuff, and then she had to come after they left because they didn't know who she was. But when she came with that water, <laughs> do you think them knowing who and what she did stopped it? No, it couldn't. It couldn't. It was the truth. The truth will set you free, and it was the water, the Spirit of God moving like a rushing river, uncontainable, free-flowing, providing life, providing freedom. And so they had to come and see. God has restored you. Restored. And God wants to overflow your boundaries and get somebody else wet so they can be restored. Just as Jesus used the woman at the well, God wants to use you to share what you have been given. Just as when the Spirit of God flowed on the day of Pentecost, God wants to flow through us even now. We just need to get out of the way, allow God to be God. 
Jesus died for the world, and he desires all to be saved. God loves humanity. I repeat, God loves humanity. What does humanity include? Everyone. Humanity. Boy, girl, woman, man. Humanity. I'm not even going to creation. God loves his creation, but I'm talking about humanity. God loves black, white, Mexican, African, Chinese, Japanese, European, French. Yes, God loves the French too. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I got some French co-workers. <laughs> some German ones, too. <laughs> oh, man. They call me Johnson. <laughs> yeah. They love Johnson. They love the French. They love God loves the Germans. God loves you. doesn't matter. We're all the same. Humanity is one, is the one that makes the differences. We make the differences in one another. Jesus is our example. He spoke to someone he wasn't supposed to be speaking to. He spoke to someone who wasn't even qualified. So it's a way to handle business. They came back and finish the business. That's how it is with us. We're the ones that keep making a difference and saying, uh, you're not deserving, and you're not deserving, and you're not deserving. Let's follow Jesus' example. Jesus reached out and touched the untouchables. Those that people say you ain't supposed to deal with, Jesus kicked it with them. Those you weren't supposed to talk with, Jesus communicated with, with them. He dialogued with them. Jesus touched and associated with the tax collectors, the condemned, the handicapped, the sick, the mentally ill, the rich, the poor, the women, the fishermen, the prostitutes, and anyone else. The lawyers, the teachers, the scribes. It didn't matter. He associated with all of them. And he offered them all. Come, anyone who's thirsty, Drink from this well that won't run dry. Come taste this water that's living. Drink and you will be satisfied. That's Jesus. In closing, I would like to say God has saved you so that you can reach out and save others. 
by sharing with them what you have been given. The Spirit of God that is within you wants to flow from you to others. The Spirit will enlighten you, empower you, equip you, lead you, teach you, and guide you into all truths, allowing you to be a fountain of refreshing, life-giving hope to those who are dying without hope and who are as thirsty as thirsty. Help me, Lord. I'm out of practice. What do you say? What do you say? Are you willing to set aside your preconceived notions of who deserves what and who should get what? Are you willing to set aside your preconceived notions of who should drink the water and who should not drink the water? Are you willing to allow the river of life that is flowing in you, from you, that God has provided to you, to flow on to whomever you encounter? Are you willing to be like Jesus and see with the eyes of God and love all humanity that you encounter? See, that's the result, right? Love. Why he talked to the woman? He loved her. The river flows and the love is what is the contagion that allows the river to consume love. He loved her, had compassion on her. Are you willing to be like Jesus and love all of humanity and all that you encounter? Saints of God, the world is thirsty. You see it. We know it. We're experiencing it. Some of us need to take a drink. We didn't built a dam in there, and it's like blocking, and God said, I'm about to bust you wide open. <laughs> he bust me wide open. <laughs> we get so caught up, and, and God say, I got something that I'm allowed to come your way. I'm just going to move out the way and let it take care of you. And I thank him for it. And you will thank him for it. Let us trust in God. And let us give the world. Are you willing to draw from that well and say, here, drink? This is what I was given. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Drink. Are you willing to give them a drink? Saints of God, let us stop judging who should get what and who's worthy of what.
And let us start freely giving what we have freely received. God bless you and keep you.